Hi everybody, and welcome to our review of Jerry Robinson's new album, 2020, Chapter 1, the EP. That's the full title, as I found it online. This is the Headspace Podcast, the show where we break down new hip-hop projects track by track, including stuff like Cherry Robinson's 2020 Chapter 1 EP. My name is Holden Stefan Roy. My name is Chris Chrome. And I'm back, and I'm excited to go through this project track by track with y'all. And I haven't even fucking touched YouTube stuff myself much in the last two weeks, so I am all sorts of refreshed and in it to win it and stuff. Anyhow, it like there's literally nothing that came out this week that we could find, so obviously something came out. We didn't find it because I looked at all the websites I know to look up where all the underground shit comes from, and it's like everybody knows everybody's recovering this week and like nobody wanted to deal with releasing albums except for the other guy we're going to talk about this weekend that's not (laughs) jerry robinson and his 2020 chapter one ep album chief keef also dropped an album did he because i I couldn't find it online i saw mention mention i I looked that up on spotify it wasn't there otherwise we would be talking about chief keef this weekend but i was for sure thinking that was like i i know i saw that it was supposed to come out i couldn't find it either way this is like a dead season so we're doing an album that i missed while i was ignoring the world enjoying time off for a minute and uh the homeboy uh dan dan cray d craze showed up in the, the facebook messages and, and today and told me this guy dropped a project so figure we we look at it and we give it a little shot and the lyrics were there and it was four songs i felt like we could, we could squeeze in an extra little review just a little squeeze in, in there Anyway, I have a lot more to say here. There was no good comments on last week's video related to the interview. There was one asking where the K Reno interview uh, review is, and that's like half the lyrics aren't up. So I'm no longer a transcriber. I decided almost like it's just too much time. Um, the other one was requesting we do some Roxanne Shante next ladies album in a classic quest i think we just might that's a good idea so there you go we read them but that was all that we got and it wasn't related to the review so that's sad sadness but we want your comments so we'd love to hear what you have to say what you think of jerry robinson anyway special thanks in advance to the patrons ismail gadamsey chris Prada, jonathan barnes dj black hurricane lindo williams coney sparks and scribble uh we'll touch on that at the end in the I meantime, just, I just wanted to quickly say I hope everybody did have a wonderful holidays and oh a yeah. happy new year. Um, That's true. I know I sort of kind of fucked up without saying it for anybody on the Cameron review that I did before nah, the there's holidays. No fucking up. People could be watching this any time of the year. Fair enough. But if you are watching this, happy may, new year to everybody and bless 2020. I'm also maybe an inconsiderate person. So, Chris, what album are we reviewing today? So, for this week's Headspace review, a little bonus episode. A little bonus episode. We went with jerry robinson's new ep 2020 chapter one ep and i love how it's stylized and we're starting with the title right away it's two zero slash t-w-e-n-t-y so it's 2020 yep but he's being he's being a little creative with it and um yep chapter one because in the strange music line because yeah this is a strange music album strange that's what we're starting off this is the first video we're releasing this year and it's going to strange music i'm happy um so that's what's going on and i don't know hopefully you watch it mr jerry robinson that would be this like a really awesome first choice of the year if you want to do an interview homeboy let us know i followed you on twitter hsr 514 we could talk um and then uh 
I don't know. I don't know anything about him, honestly, except that when I put on the little album to give it a little playthrough before I made my final decision, I said, yep. And that's about my, my whole understanding of him. I looked him up, trying to find like a page about him, and I did. Somewhere ducked down in something is a bio describing his ability. He sold 4,000 units hand-to-hand. Nice. That's some ridiculously... Very few people can pull that off in this day and age. So respect, my friend. Um, this album's also produced by Seven. Um, if you know me, you know I kind of like Seven as a producer. He's pretty fucking good. And uh, I was very curious. Plus, uh, I know this technically came out December 27, 2019. But as far as like year-end lists up and go, everybody would include this on their 2021 because it came out at the end of the year. Right, right, Why right. don't the year-end lists come out in January? when the year ends why do they all come out in december that's stupid that's just something i wanted to complain about as a tangential point what are your thoughts on that people because then like this album couldn't have got included because everybody's list was already published i feel like the idea behind it is when they do those type of lists it's a lot of like just the mainstream kind of like it's everybody a lot of like just the big heavy hitters who've dropped nah well even to that end what if eminem dropped an album yesterday or four days ago whenever the fucking december was right <laughs> that because we're in january now yeah, yeah january that. 3rd so four so, days ago works it's fine and then oh shit that would have probably been an amazing album for 2019 but it wouldn't have been on anybody's list until the next year i mean everybody would have to be like there should have been on my 2019 list but which i hear in everybody's list whatever they cover last year's song okay. this is just my little I, this has nothing to do with jerry robinson if you're watching this sir this is what our show's like <laughs> um so typically the how and why we review people <coughs> do hit me up in facebook guy's a legitimate dude uh he, he doesn't steer us wrong uh in in the past whenever conversations we've had strange music it's a label that usually attracts the more lyrical side of people so hopefully it all works out and people care about what we think i'm in a weird mood i haven't done this in a couple of weeks uh it feels oh, great on classic quest when i did that uh anyhow uh why don't we just migrate into that you don't know who jerry robinson is before today i have no idea who he is before today but i do just want to talk a little bit about the cover i like the style of it i like how it's kind of got like that white on gold uh contrast which is really cool i like uh the idea of 2020 kind of like 2020 vision like he's kind of like foreseeing some things to happen in his career um i like how I found it a little bit funny how we picked the, an, an album that started in 2020, chapter one, like we're starting off the year with this. That was this. a coincidence. So that was really cool to me as well. But I also feel like he's really trying to set like set his bar, I think, for this year with this this EP. So that's what I wanted to talk about. I like how it's a rib cage in gold. Like his foundation is solid. That's nice. what I took from that. Plus, I have to admit, the simple white album cover feels a bit throwbacky to like a cooler, simpler time of album covers. Mm-hmm. Makes me think of like a biggie one or whatever. I don't know. That was it. Uh, the title's fine. It. I'm just hoping we're not going to get a lot of 2020 puns this year in our titles because 2020 vision. Like, okay, what? Well, it's fine. I accept it's quirky and clever because he dropped it at this time, but it yes your version of the the vision and stuff is really cool mm-hmm. but it a little bit a little bit in my soul feels gimmicky 
mm-hmm. like oh shit we're dropping this around new year's so may as well however i accept vision thing your version's nice uh album starts off with gaz in the tank i uh like this um i do have to get this out of the way it literally starts off criticizing other rappers classic independent underground move it is it is what it is i'm not certain why every underground rapper feels the need to take shots at people who do drugs that they don't do that's fine but everyone does it it's almost like you can't be an underground rapper without saying some shit like yo these dudes got too much lean in day soda by the time they start the beats over that's a good line though like i have to give them credit like if you are going to criticize all the rappers oh we weren't expecting this if you are going to criticize all the rappers at least make like a valid criticism like it slows them down so it's ad libs for like 32 bars but that's like a fair criticism right 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 and i'm like "Mm, okay see these record labels meet quotas so i'm just here to keep focus and i'm like all right he's at least he's always justifying that the system's kind of fucked up and corrupt in its way but that's what i like about it right so when it starts off i said okay you're 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 going at these type of rappers that we i guess i would consider like mainstream right now what is like popular but i like how he's kind of connecting it to the record labels alluding to that record labels are feeding let's call them kids or call them people just these drugs and these narcotics to keep them making this type of music that everybody else wants to hear so i do like how he's doing that but i i wanted to mention something about like being the underground rapper or whatnot i feel like it's a little bit um i want to say cliche that they all do that kind of like everybody does it i don't get it but so my theory is is that you can't be the underdog without you can't be the underdog without placing yourself in that position. So when you take your division, when you go, when you kind of look at the people who are at the top, right? And they're all a bunch of like lean sipping rappers, let's call them in, in context of what he's saying. Like he's making, he's using that to divide that like, yo, y'all are praising them, but we're the real ones out here who are doing the real shit. Uh, but what is the real shit? Are the guys that are making a bunch of records sipping lean actually not doing the i don't think it's about not i don't think it's about like the authenticity of not doing it i think it's more just like so um uh fuck i want to connect it to uh joiner lucas how he was like speaking upon juice world's death with the whole like this is like drug culture and this is what hip-hop starting to come into and all this stuff and i feel like starting to come into i know that in 2000 uh or whatever I take a couple uppers, I down a couple downers, right. but nothing compares to these blue and yellow purple pills. I agree. I mean, like, I'm just going to throw it out there that these problems are not new to hip hop. They're just more mainstream because it's like the current state of drug use in america has a lot more opiates in a a spotlight kind of way so it's like everyone's allowed to be on it in a way where nobody Hmm. thought it was cool before but it's also not that different than everybody rapping about doing blow getting smashed and proceeding to smoke fat blunts see all of these things are exactly the same and if you do 
one of those things i'm not even i don't think jerry does it on this project so i don't remember him actually talking about consuming an excessive amount of narcotics so again if you're watching this mr robinson it's not directed towards you it is however a commentary on how the underground is taking shots at specific things that are just like honestly stylistic it's like chopped and screwed shit back in the day was probably really good on lean i can't fucking stand it personally it's not really well not that i can't stand it i just don't like it but i'm just i'm just saying like there's so much of a correlation between different drugs having different effects and whatnot but all i'm saying is with the amount of intoxicants promoted by so many people that they go in like they're doing too much lean like that's fucking up hip-hop that that's what's fucking it up maybe it's, it's just an idea it's because instead of coming up with really revolutionary commentary on like the state of things and what's actually going on in the world like we're literally on the brink of a world war possibly depending on what iran decides to do next like the mayor of new york today said yo some shit could go down you don't hear about that in this in any of these lines so eh, i'm just, I'm just giving some suggestions to the mm-hmm. underground like you're not really solving the problem because when you go listen to the lean sipping rappers i'm sorry this is such a tangent but it's been a minute when you go listen to the lean sipping rappers what do they rap about how they're the best how they're on the grind how they're making money how when you go listen to these independent guys what is the fucking chorus of the next track about how this guy's making a bunch of money i mean it's literally no 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 we'll talk about it on the next track but to preface it fuck so the next track is about them being clear on that they're doing it for the money that they're not doing it for the respect it's more like which is exactly what the lean sipping rappers are doing and they're hitting to these guys hit a bunch of white kids that like fast rap that's what strange music does right the other guys hit a bunch of white kids that like other painkillers and but shit. I, I think okay but if we're okay so, everybody here's going after white kids like fucking crazy which i agree but i'm saying when the i when you listen guys? to the lean sipping guys i don't feel like it's it's a vibe and i listen to it and i bump to it as well but i also i also kind of understand that there's there's not much substance to that besides not always there's sometimes do like honestly future has some fucking great tracks i mean there's some substance let's talk substance then because yo i don't want to i don't want to be like a, a hater here jerry robinson rap's fucking tight the beat is fucking tight seven did a great job the way he flips into the melodic singing hook uh the bridge everything there oh my gosh at first i was like yep. eh then though i really listened to the vibe and basically what he does is a hybrid of a lot of pop styled sounds on that hook to get you really engaged in because you actually you're actually sitting there singing along you know you're like you know, everyone know I, we were developed already. I, you know, you're, you're just sitting there fucking. I, I'm doing a terrible job on camera. But you're just sitting there vibing to it. And the way he does the verses is versatile. Like, every time you're hearing him on a different part of the song, mm-hmm. it's like a totally different Jerry. And on that front, <clears throat> actually really fucking good. Like, really, as a performer, as a everything, like, I want y'all to understand, I gave this shit a 4.35 because all of the shit about Jerry is real good until we get down to the actual content level where i'm like strange because like 
everybody <laughs> we've reviewed on this label basically will say the same thing. Everybody but that's is that an underground fast rapper, you know. So when they let me steer, I reached over, I grabbed the fucking wheel and killed both us. You killed the culture, at least you're the culprit. I would never sign a deal with you vultures. That shot at the labels in the industry is actually mad fair content. Respect, I accept that. But, then but to allude that the guy's <clears throat> trying to get out of a situation in life by making a bunch of music, maybe they're caught up in a lifestyle addicted to promethazine because of young choices at 14 years old and shit. Like, come on, there's so much like nuanced empathy we could have for a situation as somebody who's hooked on fucking codeine and other such painkillers, as opposed to just shitting on them, honestly, every single time. So what really redeems this for me is his attack on the label situation. But I have a question about that. Now, correct me, please, if I'm wrong, but isn't Tech 9 kind of like in some way a label? like strange and all of that it's independent and we've in the had creative, the conversation it's of in the industry game so if the song was fuck the industry entirely i would say you're right but okay. when he goes these record labels meet quotas he's talking about the majors and a creative front where i would argue that strange music isn't a thousand percent different okay because it really often behaves like a label like a major because the amount of money rolling through it but from a creative standpoint i do believe that tech and the other dude are totally willing to let people come up with the sounds that they want to come up with mm -hmm. rather than it all sugarcoating it on the other hand tech only signs guys that sound like this with limited exceptions in, in my little experience i mean i haven't heard a lot of dudes that don't ultimately have verses that sound like this on strange right there are other guys like mers i don't know who else but yeah you guys can let me know in a comment. I'm Mers, really Mers is really Mers and Says Crew. I find are the only ones that I've heard that are a little bit on their own like things. Like they have other shit to say. Fair. Mers, I've reviewed. We've reviewed countless albums already. He's got a lot of shit to say, and he's very creative. I really do appreciate Mers, but I do agree that like Stevie Stone, King Iso, yeah, yeah, yeah. and all that. Yeah, they're all they, fast. They all, they're all fast and wicked and great. They all say shit like, I would never sign a deal with you vultures. 100 racks in the bank, yeah. I got gas in the tank, yeah. I just know how to go a little harder. So we made a little product and we started from the bottom. It's not that anything's inherently wrong with that. It's just, I feel like I there's nothing new here for me as a reviewer, as a fan. I'm vibing in this track, but I'm not connecting with it at any fundamental level because it's just another guy that like made it like this to this tier and saying the same kind of generic shit mainstream rappers say and again if you're watching this mr robinson i think you're dope and i'm not trying to be mean i'm just trying to give like my honest opinion on this like soto shows that a film are throwback you know to the real ones the day ones some uh but some can ride through and i like that idea that it's not just the day ones like he lets other people in that's a really cool concept because it's more honest than the idea that only your day ones are going to be around well but, again I've, I've said this many times <clears throat> the idea of a day one is not somebody you've been there since birth because that's not oh, gonna since happen the beginning it's, of your grind right well not even the grind it's it's the way i look at it as i've been grinding for x amount of years but i've only known you for let's say five there is x like you but i was and still if you were to have success now it would start at that point and everybody there's a day one well no because if then, you all of a sudden made a milli today a hundred grand 
we can start talking about your day ones. Until then, nobody's coming at you for meal tickets. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying like the but way I look at the way I look at day ones is like it's somebody who has kept it real with you since the beginning of that relationship. So if like but again, you don't have the kind of money and shit going on in your life that will have people acting that kind of funny with nah, you. No, but I mean, you can also do it just with like regular relationships and friendships and shit and just like, you know, I have my yeah. people who've been my friend who've it's been not, there for it's me. It's not the same thing as having a million dollar business that you built on my iPhone. I thought that was a cool concept too. I did like that concept. I like well. the fact that you're just being legit with tech and like, yo, you don't need anything fancy. You got the shit on your pocket, run. Then when I listened, I told him I'm an icon back when I was broke and I still needed a ride home. I, I appreciate that sentiment too. And a lot of this verse is like mostly I, you know, it's just like the industry didn't want me and now I'm a strange. I'm like, I. And then uh, the chorus is fine, man. Um, I like the, I'm gonna be the one who sees the lies, who always testify. That sounded pretty proper. I respected that. Then second verse, man, I come from New York. Never disrespect the Lord. All I know is if I lose another cousin, I'm gonna go shoot up the hose in that big pharma. I was like, hey, that was the best bars on the song. Because the fact that he comes in and recognizes the fact that like Zannies and shit are such a plague and the scourge and pointing at the actual villain. Woof. Followed up with your boy looking fresh now. Shut up, my barber. Fuck around with tech. Now I can feel the starter. Okay. I wish you would have stuck with the more political, uh, you know, because the barber line just makes me think of Gucci Mane. <laughs> no, because he got that $500 haircut yeah, yeah. and then he put it on Instagram and made more money on it. If I'm being honest, I don't even want it. All I ever really wanted was to be an artist, being trying to kill these snakes off. Ricky, Ticky, Tavi, bitch, I'm a problem twisted in the noggin. This is just a project, bitch, I'm a product. Become a superhero, I'm a sign a deal with Marvel. I'm like, what? Side, side, okay. Like, again, I'm not, I know it comes off a certain way when I'm saying this, but like the truth of the matter is from a content perspective, there's not a lot like spectacular here outside of the fact that he's rapping it at a quick pace and it's super engaging to listen to. But when you really break it down from like the distinction point of view, from the, whoa, I haven't really heard this before point of view, he's saying a lot of the generic underground fast guy bars with some interesting twists mixed in. So it's, it's better than other. This is much better than a lot of the versions of this I heard in 2019. I, this is one of my favorite guys who rap fast I've come across so far in light of the negative tones that are probably being perceived and how I'm coming off here. I like the third verse though. Can't nobody hide the rice to my soul. I can feel the cold go right through my coat. Middle of the winter, no lights on the road. Ain't nobody cooking dinner to size on my toes. Desert ego in the safe. Yeah, in case somebody want to hate. And I like that because it's in the safe. And that's such a respectable use of gun. Like, like if you have a gun, don't leave it around randomly. Mm -hmm. Keep it in a safe so kids and shit don't fucking blast themselves and mm -hmm. whatnot. So I respect his, like, respectableness to it. But again, it's I. He's, he's one of those pure dudes who's coming through, grinding really hard. I don't know if there's anything else in the third verse that really, like, had me coming in. I know he repeats the beginning part again. And then like slams in at the labels and overall i thought it was an engaging catchy fun to listen to 4.35 quality song sorry if you do watch this but i personally desire more than hearing about other dudes struggle 
but without like real solutions or applications put in so i hear a lot about how he's kind of with got some stuff goes gas in the tank he's grinding on but like i start to ask myself like what do these things really mean when everybody's saying it when everybody's saying it what does it really mean anymore anyway no it makes sense it's it's interesting to think like that like because i when i first read the title gas in the tank i automatically kind of felt like you're just gonna floss on how good you are now i'm not saying that this is a fluffy floss song but it's like I feel like he is kind of saying like i got the gas in the tank i'm king shit. i got i got the better bars or whatnot uh but it, but you're right though like what what does it truly mean if everybody's saying it that's very interesting to think of on the other hand he's signed to strange music and probably will have a much more successful career with music than i will i acknowledge that but i don't want to make generic shit. so fair i gave it a four on five i thought it was good thought it was a nice start to the album like it's like it's nice it is nice and it's and you, for me it's nice because it's everything i ask for it's good beat good lyrics i'm gonna rapid flow it's it's what i like it's why i go to strange music but at this point it's like 10 years plus of, of that you know i i digress the next one features tech nine which is dope i'm like the fact that tech like shows up on the guy's album I mean, Eminem started doing that for his peeps. I mean, Tech's always done that. Which makes Tech real cool in that regard. Let's talk about Daylight. I feel like I shouldn't like this song as much as I like it, given everything I said about the last song. But this song's fucking nice. It's really like... It's like a step off in terms of it. Like, if you're gonna do the same, like, strange music thing, this is one of the, in my opinion, the more, like, I felt myself vibe into it, move into it. The beat's kind of groovy in a kind of nice way. But what did you think about it? Because I talked a lot the last time, and I want to be an equal partner. Okay, so I like this. I like the vibe. I like it. It kind of sounds a little bit like I've heard it before, something that I've heard Tech 9 do or Chris Calico do or whatnot. But it's got this nice little feel to it of, like, just trying to be honest um the second verse is my favorite part but you can go on so we start off you got the intro tech nine's like y'all ain't ready boy i only fuck with elite homie and dre robinson is that let's go which i'm like shut the fuck up been telling us that you're all elites for years shut the fuck up that's what i felt like when i hear that every single time that's definitely part of why the song's not a five so girl he starts off girl you got me tripping in a different kind of way this is jerry robinson uh like i don't really nice singy like you got me tripping yeah it's very nice i did that bad but his diversity and his versatility and being able to sing and rap and kind of switch through is really really nice um i don't see the darkness only fucking with the daylight i don't plan on stopping you will never see the brake lights wanted you to run with stateless take like don't really know what that means but i mean i just love that line i don't see the darkness only fucking with the daylight like um you may have problems or whatever but when i'm with you because he's talking to the girl Mm. i see like the optimism and like i feel like lit up like the the proper like i don't know like the focus on the good shit i'm able to push myself harder in a sense I'm able to utilize the gas in the tank to optimize daylight. But I don't I don't know if this is It's not necessarily about a girl. It's I think more about his mindset. Right. 
Right, which I did enjoy. Uh, and then we go into the first verse, and it kind of felt a little bit the same from what we got before. Uh, Jerry starts off with, you already know that I'm the truth, dropped a couple racks to get the shoes, finally I'm paying my dues, couple hundred thousand dollars shot, uh, shot it in the booth. All right, boring, but fine. Look, I can I can accept the fact that like, look, the day if I make it, I can't say I won't make a bunch of vapid shit talking about how successful I am now. So I say that as the guy who's not successful, but I would hope that I would resist that temptation. Find a way to school, then I'll probably be like you, work a nine to five, like I want to die soon. Now that I like, why? Because. I've gone through this little internal war with boring ass middle class normal and everybody wants to be normal, which is just trying to be like a middle class loser to me. Everybody goes to school and studies this and blah, blah. And you know what? When you meet a lot of people who've gone through university education, it's not everyone, but a lot of people, they're indoctrinated into like normalcy. Everyone behaves the same. Everybody thinks the same. Everybody asks the same. It's fucking boring. So I like the fact that he's like kind of looking for his own way out like and it's not just fuck school it's fuck school i'm a fucking tycoon fuck if i lose still all up with a couple of my goons stab you with a fork if you come for my food so it's this energy where i'm relentlessly gonna hustle and pursue endeavors until mm-hmm. i make it on that i can respect it you know came out from the porch we got nothing to lose we're not there actually did some shit so i like that that had a little more substance so it's not just i made money it's i made money because i chose to take the risk to be different and live as though they were like it was gonna happen which is interesting how he kind of connects school with being the same and like not really kind of showing what i feel every kind of showing to everybody like you got to make your own path and not really follow what everyone is if you want to like go to school if you want to go to school or whatnot but like not just because you have to more like taking i feel like he's trying to say like take control of your own life to succeed on the other hand all right heard it before that's my only downside is I wish the concepts hit me in like a sh- in a new way, in some kind of new way that I never heard before that fucks me up. And I say that because the other album we're going to talk about this very like right after we're done this review did that for me. So I have a great example in case you're wondering it's Lil Darky's new project. That shit hit me up and talked about a lot of complicated subjects that got me real interested. Am I going to say it's better or worse? No, it's astronomically fucking different. Mm -hmm. But from a lyrics point of view, it's more interesting for Mm -hmm. me personally. Um, However, when he goes, his chorus, he sings it. I don't know. Did you like the hook? The chorus? The hook was okay. I felt like like it was something. Well, whatever. I felt like it was a very fluffy type of chorus, though. Like it wasn't anything that really stuck out. I feel like anybody could have made it. You know I don't got the tie I Especially when it goes $100,000 at the venue, cut the check. Like I'm like, who doesn't have a line like that now? I don't, but that's because I never made a hundred. <laughs> well, I mean, at like a, a venue. But I'm saying, like, the second anybody gets paid money to go to a fucking concert, it's like they rap about it, just like the mainstream lean sipping rappers do. <laughs> that whole chorus could have been a mainstream lean sipping chorus. Oh, Say you know we got the tie. Like, I mean, I'm not hating on it. I actually really like it. Right. But when you start off your last track dissing people. I don't think you should sound like the people you're dissing on the next track. Makes sense. 
but that second verse <clears throat> then we get into the second verse uh hell uh jerry goes hell yeah i changed bitch you bitch you think i worked this hard to stay the same Oof! gave my greatest heart. line on the album i'm like you said some shit that i'm like nobody ever said that nobody like a couple people have but not enough that was exciting i'm like fuck yeah jerry spit your money game now do it all i hope you watched this far i really did because man i was like okay i'll shut the fuck up i'm like that's really dope you know like it, i'm i'm not even different i i don't i'm not the same as i was 21 year old me would fucking hate 32 year old me why because i care a lot about capitalistic endeavors i literally put an oculus on the table to floss that i own one and to say that if you guys want to hang out in vr let's figure that out because i want to make that a thing for behind that suit in the future so that's a tangent um so i get it actually because i work real hard and so I really love that line and it made me but respect think, Jerry a lot like I that. I think it also continues on to like, you shouldn't, you should aim to want to be different. You should aim to want to grow and, and you know what, work hard in whatever you choose to do. But as long as you're not the same as you were at the beginning of the year or something, like as long as you've grown in some way, I think that's what, what I, he's trying to say. Do you know say. what I think my issue is? It's what? What, we'll follow it up. Gave my heart and made a name. No propane, still at the flame. You are not lit. You will not win. You little bitch. <laughs> Come on, dude. You sound like a wanker when you flip into that shit. And everybody sounds like a wanker. Like, it's 2020. We're at a point right now. Circle of support, guys. It's not that, but like, this to me sounds like how it feels to watch an 80s movie when you're watching that really outdated comedy. Okay. Like, this is a 10-year-old gimmick of trying to diss other people saying they're not hot, but not like, this isn't hip hop competitiveness. This isn't like fucking fresh ass bars describing why I'm the fucking best. This is just, I got my success and I worked really hard and fuck you, you little wimps can't handle it. Mm -hmm. That's not like, like this would get, this is not battle rap quality of anything. This is just, I mean, in what battle you rap, you're supposed to kind of go at the person, so you're supposed no, to like... No, but you're, you're supposed to have your bars. You're supposed to have, like, a level of depth to what you're saying. It's supposed to be, like, you listen to it and you're like, this is undoubtedly great bars. Mm -hmm. I am hearing undoubtedly great delivery. And that, that line was really dope. And overall, like, it's not that the bars are bad, but, like, I'm in the car doing flips, getting nauseous. I don't even know if Tower told Tech yet. Either way, you gon' bet I'm the best bet. Invested in my nest egg, East Code boy in the mid in the Midwest. I, um, <laughs> that is not the, that is a very forgettable series of lines. I mean, again, if you're really into the fast, tricky flows, which obviously everybody watching the review is going to be, because we're always talking to the fans, which is a lukewarm experience when I'm like this. Um, but the truth is, I want to see Jerry come in there and spit some fucking real content. Like, when I'm saying real content, I mean, do what you're doing here, because, yo, Jerry fucked me up with how versatile he is. Jerry fucked me up with how talented he is. I just wish he sounded less like a generic, strange music artist on this track. That's alright though. Chorus comes through, and then wanted you run with stateless tech like say hi to the bigger homie when I spray it by. And I have to give tech credit. Like he brought his fucking A game on yeah, this yeah. first. This is like, this is better than everything on his last project. 
his verse here. It's fucking face delivery. Like, you think you're stepping in front of me, then you may die. Totally killer in the way, it, way I lay my rhythm way high up and above a person like AI. I'm like, tech, you're getting me here with your crazy rhythms and the way you're fucking flipping this shit. And it's better we stay goes if you never knew tech and Nina cleverly play. And I, you know what? Again, it's not like tech says the craziest shit because it's all about deriving patterns. But right. like I said, there needs to be the best at the guy who does the crazy rhyming fast shit. Yeah, and yeah, it yeah. is tech nine. None of the guys on Strange Music are better than Tech Nine at this. However, Jerry Robinson does a lot of other cool things that I think he does really well, like the right. melodies and the next track. I have some interesting commentary, which I think Chris is gonna. I don't know if he caught the same things. So we'll see when we get there. Anyway, I like it when he said, uh, "If you think you knew better than I'm a Jeffrey Bezos coming for Cheddar Bra, I'm a predator. You don't want none of it." What is what I say to competitors? I'm like, I don't know if I'd call myself a predator in any context in 2020. <laughs> I digress. I love the fact that he compared himself to Jeffrey Bezos because that's awesome. Overall, look, this is fine, man. This is a 4.5 because it's the kind of flossy upbeat track I would never listen to the words on. I would just let that shit play. I would I would be on my elliptical or something. Yeah, yeah. I will get me pumped up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to see this live because we get me pumped up. It has everything but bars that are really dope. <laughs> four point five on five. It's a four on five for me, dude. I know, but it really hit me in that like maybe I was just like, craving a I good was, strange song. I was impressed by how Tech Nine came in and really brought the A game, but I'm just like, I was impressed by how Jerry's versatile. Because the fact yeah, that he, he sounds, is. he doesn't sound like the other Jerry that we just absolutely, heard. Absolutely, absolutely. Like and I do give Jerry. him that credit. Like, he could be seven guys on one album and play like seven different voices for That's, every role. And that would that. be fucking cool. I see that. Instead. Anyway, uh, the next track is fucking fun though. So we give our grades here. I don't really have an ego in this. Trash me in the comments, folk. I'm going to say something now, Chris. I want to know if you agree with me. Oh my God. Let's take that first verse. Oh my God. Does he not go from sounding like an Ed Sheeran clone to sounding like a Macklemore clone in one verse? Like, half, listen to that shit. Go after it, put it on. That's like my Ed Sheeran voice. Like, yeah, when I'm yeah. trying to do like when Ed Sheeran does, like, his singy rap shit. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly what the first half of this verse is in terms of sound. Then he becomes Macklemore. And I realized that's the best Macklemore verse I've heard since Behind That Suits existed. Oh my god. I just took some serious shots at Macklemore because he's trash now. I mean, Gemini wasn't the greatest album. And with that single of 13 songwriters on it that came out after. What? Yeah, he had a single drop, like some shit. That's the point. Nobody cares about <laughs> Macklemore anymore. But this was the best fucking Macklemore verse I have heard in a while. So thank you, Jerry. I'm not trying to be a hater. Also, did you guys know that Jerry Robinson's description on um, Genius, I don't know who put it here, is just another corny wigger. Where did my, when did my boy Jerry start to rap? And then it has a picture of the Rick and Marty guy, just like that. And I was like, that's harsh. That's harsh. I don't know who did that, but I kind of like it. I, I kind of like it. Either way, I just had to get that out. And then verse two is like this completely different reggae voice. And then the hook is also completely different. And I like the hook though. When you first, when I first listened to this song, I'm like, who'd he feature? I mean, I knew he didn't feature. Anybody, right, right, right. But he, he could have featured three people. Yeah. And you'd believe it. And that's why this song is fucking crazy cool. If he'd said he featured Ed Sheeran and Macklemore though, 
I would I wouldn't have questioned it at right, first. Right, right, right. I might I might have because it seemed like a really weird series of pop stars to work with, but. I suppose at the end of the day, what am I going to do? Uh, what did you think of this track? I thought it was cool. Um, the whole tone switch up kind of threw me off a little bit, but it was nice to see that he's able to do that, though. Like, his vocal range is really intense. Like, mm. at least for somebody who I guess we consider a rapper or whatnot. He's a rapper. Like, right? He's able to pull off a lot of different styles of music, which is really, really nice, and I do appreciate that. Um and for me i feel like this was just very consistent with what we've been getting so we start off on verse one uh i got sunshine willing to light to lit the bit dark in my mind uh but sometimes i think with mar now my eyes and most times i'm drinking because i caught it in a blind you ever wake up with no paper asking god for a sign like i feel like there's this He's kind of giving us this struggle. He's trying to express how, you know, he kind of deals with certain things that go on in his head. Now, what I did come to realize is this is a really good song about getting the fuck over your ego. Mm. Like, really just letting it go and start to realize, like, you got to humble yourself and just focus on what you need to do and stop thinking and stop giving a fuck what, like, other people think and what really, like, what you perceive yourself to be or whatnot. I got to admit, this one's got some content. I really liked it. And maybe it might sound like whatever, but if your message is educational, instructional, or something that the general populace can listen to and learn from, there's no such thing as too much of that content in the world. Like every rapper should have a song that is just this, get over your ego. Mm -hmm. It's probably a smart choice. What we don't need is more guys talking about being rich and being better than me mm -hmm. in not interesting way. If you're gonna say you're better than me, be interesting okay i'm done go on chris <laughs> um no i did like when he went uh trying to uh have you ever been the victor got you sitting outside trying to see the bigger picture but you cannot recite got this vision in your head and you're not letting it die uh it'll never get me alive hope to defy heart of a lion bitch i'm a giant give you my pain and you decide if you buy it uh now i really like how he's kind of just being to me he's being very honest like he's just I have a vision that I want to do and it's never going to leave me. So I need to get it out love of it. to just do it, which love it hundred percent. love it. But, um, I also like how he's kind of expressing, like, I can't like, just because I believe in myself, I have to keep working to see if you guys are going to buy what I make. If you guys really choose to listen and whatnot. And I feel like he's also trying to call out to people who are ready to listen to him. Like just, if you don't like it, he doesn't care. If you like it and you feel the vibe, we're good to go and we can all and we can all be that together, which is something really really cool. But there wasn't much for me here. Like I was just this is this is dope. The message was pretty straightforward. I took a lot more from the from the hook. Uh so leave your ego on your doorstep. Find your core uh, find your course. Your course i think it's find your cause and follow through don't let your evil make you forget it's still important i saw you we're more than ordinary more than ready okay it's also heavy now just let the rain go wash it out i can't entertain a crowd now the only thing that like i thought would have been cool is if he would have flipped it to like you like trying to make it a little bit more generic trying to be more like embodying like other people it's like uh it's like a kind of reflective thing. It's like, you know, just saying to anyone, leave your ego at this doorstep when you deal with me. You know, like, be on this wavelength. It's saying, like, okay. I found my way to this wavelength. This is the wavelength we all need to be on. 
in a sense it's like wave dashing um but yeah i like the fact that it just kind of lets it out that let it all go away and mm-hmm. the fact that you can end up at this point of being an entertainer like that is just magical almost and you got the second verse i fought bad <clears throat> times with little bit of light in my life due to sad times keep putting up for to fight for my rights at mad times i thought i'd be dead by 25 you ever woke up with no paper asking god for a sign i like that i like this one this whole song like i feel like i'm getting to know his past a little bit i'm feeling like there's a bit of an appreciation for who he is and like the fact that he went through a lot of hard times and ended up with get over yourself that's like fucking mad adult of you respect jerry um what if it was all a lie got you falling behind have you ever been a soldier just at war with your mind trying to see through all the madness but you broke in your stride uh got this vision in your head and you're not letting it die yeah then it's repetitive right and then it just kind of fades out and i like the fact that it's i i don't like the fact that we have repetition this song could have done with a little more non-repetition there but I think for an educational purpose, he's really just trying to drive home the message of like, well, drop your ego and focus on what you got to do. You could have done it with more like personal anecdote or yeah. like a thousand other fucking ways. Fair enough. Um, I give it a 4.5 because it's nice. It could have been great. It's very close to like solidly great. It's, it's a great, don't get me wrong. It's 4.5. I really enjoyed it. But I think it's a lot because... I agree with like the core message it has an energy to it but it's also drastically different than the other three other two that we've heard and i kind of like this one i could i could see myself actually just like throwing this on when i want to feel better and that's cool i give it a four on five i get the feeling this album is not curse's favorite and that's okay we didn't buy it so there are no refunds i feel like he goes and follows up that reggae tone that he had in the last track and the whole song's going with this reggae tone which is nice until we get reggae tone means triple x tentation he starts like screaming and i'm like that's interesting that sound like i'm like okay you got me so let's just take a quick second here and discuss how the four tracks showcase such a wide range of vocal talent and ability from Jerry Robinson. That is fucking cool. Like, it, it, is it Jury? Jerry? I think I've been saying it wrong. It's Jerry. Whatever. Um, it's fucking cool. Like, just how different all four songs. Like, it was more so than what Tech and Chris bought, uh, brought on their albums. But I think, I think it's, he's also a newer artist, right? So I think, like, Tech and Chris aren't really looking to show diversity. They're really just kind of putting out their... I don't know if I agree with that. But I think that they have a lot more of a hard time finding new because they've been around. But this is like a calling card. Like, I can do, like, eight styles here. Holla at me for your future. That's what I feel comes out from this one. Like, it's so well, like, put together. You know, life got no refunds. We only got time to pass by. No rhyme or reason. You'll never let the past define your time. I'm like what i mean like i I get the sentiment he's trying to imply like you got to leave the past in the past and move forward or Mm -hmm. whatever but i could straight up say the past is a huge part of how i define my current time because i learned from the past on the ways i wasted time Mm -hmm. and i use that to define how not to waste time in the present Mm -hmm. maybe i'm overthinking this one but i don't know if i agree whatever with that sentiment a thousand percent um we've got no refunds we only got time to pass by it and all i ever wanted was the truth obvious that lead that ain't shit to you i don't know who he's talking to with that i think it's just the idea of like you gotta just keep moving forward 
with the first couple of lines right no rhyme or reason you'll never let the past define your time I, I understand what you're saying i think it's more or less he's kind of taking it in a way of like right now you're in a moment and you have to just kind of be present with that moment and not kind of see back into whatever happened back then like i you can, have to kind of like let that go so i can appreciate how you want to let go of past behaviors that hold you back mm -hmm. but the way you word it is weird to me. Absolutely. Uh, and then life got no refunds. We only got time to pass by. And all I've ever wanted was the truth. Who was he talking to? I feel, but I think it's like the, I, the global ideal of what's the answer of life. Like, well, obviously, what is the, no, that's fine. But obviously, that ain't shit to you. Who? I guess just generally everybody. Like, every, like so take the idea and this is super hypothetical right but take the idea of like everybody just wanting to live a mundane life and doesn't really care about the secrets or whatnot and we're just told to do what we have to do and just get up live and die and blah 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 he's kind of saying i feel like he's going like there's more to life than what we do every day and y'all are not really you all obviously don't give a fuck about what's more out there sure i don't know i mean i guess that's probably what he means but <coughs> It's a weak it's a weak argument fair enough in general because like i don't know it just seems kind of like top level when half your album is pretty vapid it just seems like a, it just feels like like that faux smart shit people say and I, i'm not saying that's what it is i get the sentiment being that like i'm trying to stay in the truth of the moment and blah 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 but I guess that's what he's saying. Anyway, can't take back the time we wasted to respect the time that we've taken. We know validation. Entry only made me famous. Wasted techno location. The basic for your that vibration. Okay. Um, and again, I'm no fucking idea what he's who he's talking to or who is he mad at? Like the music industry? Is he mad at like a girlfriend? It's just so fucking vague to me. And I don't understand. Do you understand? I feel like he's literally just talking about time. Can't take back the time that we wasted. Absolutely. That's gone. It's in the past. To respect the time that we've taken. So, I Ooh. feel like... But, like... It's... Okay, so, if you take in, whatever, two hours of your day to work on a project... I, I get that part right? of it. But, what is, who, what is the point of this? We know validation entry only made me famous. So, his entry-level skill, his first project okay wasted tech no location the basic for your that vibration i can't defend that so in that sense i guess i have a lot of skill people aren't taking me seriously i don't know like oh no i'd be coming for my son yeah fifty thousand dollars make a motherfucker blind but i can knock your ass as long as you don't come from mine i'd be sitting on the sidelines with my pom-poms you don't really want to try my mind so flip all night and write all day finally kissing my time never took the credit for shit i didn't do it so this right here is mine and all i ever wanted was the truth obviously it ain't shit to you it sounds like he's mad at somebody who maybe is not living like honorably or something but I guess he just sounds like he's super legitimate and he keeps it real and he's not wasting the time before him and he's focused on his authenticity or whatever. And other people, maybe those lean sipping rappers are fake and just diluting his industry. Like, I, I, I can't figure it out. It's so not direct. Hey, can I get a little piece? Yeah, 50,000 in the streets. Hey, thinking different like I'm sitting in the middle. Had to hit him with the rhythm of the beat. Had to hit a little keep. Maybe get a little geek. No refunds, girl. You gotta let me breathe. We living in the dream. We ain't even gotta sleep. It's game time, baby. You can go and get your cleats. Preach. So that's where I think he's like, this is where the song would be talking to somebody who's wasting his time. 
I feel like it's that's what the whole song's about. Like somebody's wasting time, and I don't think anything he said there was overly interesting or like stuck with me. It was kind of like, all right. And the fact that he sold four thousand albums in the streets though is like respectable. So if he he could have made that fifty k in the streets off that, right? Twenty dollars per four. That's that's five grand if I'm not mistaken. Um, so like that's a legit fucking fair statement to say um and on that note it's front it's cool but like i guess his music distributed like drug all of this is just not sounding super interesting to me this whole song seems vague um i love the sound of it however there is a comment saying that the lyrics are incorrect on genius so maybe some of what we've quoted here is incorrect but i had the same feeling while i was listening to the song because uh, I, I don't like follow the lyrics when i listen i just reference the lyrics when i do the review um i don't know i like the vibe i like the energy mm-hmm. like the, the diversity but the, i don't know i give it a 4.35 i feel like it was very generous on this album but like 4.35 I felt like it was more just throwing it back into that whole, like, these are, like, the calling card, like you said. This is the different styles and the different things I could do. This is, um, it's not a bad song. I like the whole reggae feel. I like the the tone switch. I like his little vibe. I kind of just feel like his message is clearly, you only got one life to live. Try to make the best of it because there is no refunds. You can't go back. You can't restart when shit happens you got to leave it in the past and move on i feel like that's like the generic message he's giving but me too i kind of just was like eh. it, it didn't it didn't i don't know i i, I don't know kind of what i felt i left it with a four i mean it was all good it was all good uh and that pretty much wraps up the review there yeah i mean this project to me is a well-rounded showcase of the different vocal styles and ways that jerry robinson can approach a song um i think on 2020 chapter one i learned that he's versatile i learned that he has some semblance of political views when he wants to drop them but mostly he sounds like a strange music kind of guy uh from a content perspective and i would i would really hope to hear more stuff like the ego song that was my favorite track i mean outside of the obvious inspirations and his flow choices um that song at least approached it from like a mature grown-up kind of way and i I like that whereas the other three kind of came off like they could have been anybody who wrote them from a content perspective not from a sound perspective because i really like the way he blends with seven because there's more to it like there's mm-hmm. the lyrics there's the flow there's the beat the, the mixing and mastering was very shiny but i kind of like the shininess for strange music i expect it at this point so i'm okay with that um it was a solid project i gave it a four point i'm gonna, I'm gonna give it a 4.3 on five as an album because it's a good showcase but the honest truth is I'll be really surprised if I really find myself remembering these songs in six weeks. Like I'm going to remember them next week. But in a month, two months, after I've heard a flood of new music, I don't know that there's a lot sticky here. This was like strange music fans are going to eat this shit up and they're going to make fun of me in the comments like they normally do. And I hope Jerry Robinson, if you do watch it, you don't think I'm a hater, dude, because I respect the shit out of you. I just like what I like. 
What about you? I gave the album a four on five. I mean, oh shit! Like just every track got a four. I I like this and I like it and I think it's because I'm biased. I do like strange music. I do like what they produce. All of the artists. Um, I like his flow, his skill, his diversity, and his uh, his uh, versatility in terms of just music. And he really kind of understands music in a different way, which is very interesting. Um, but I agree, though. After six weeks from now, when we've done more reviews, I don't know if I'm going to be like remembering this in a conversation or if I'm going to come back to this. Yeah. So. And it's again, no disrespect. Um, I bet there's a lot of 16 to 22 year olds that are going to eat this shit up like it's candy. So on that note, congrats for making a successful pop sounding album to my old OK Boomer ears. Thank you all for watching our review. This is what we do here. Let us know in the comments what you think. It's good to be back, everybody. I missed y'all. Um, special thank. Oh yeah, subscribe, like, comment, dislike, whatever the fuck you want. Special thanks to the patrons: Ismail Gadamsi, Chris Prado, Jonathan Barnes, DJ Black Hurricanes, Linda Williams, Cody Sparks, and Scribble. I just like saying Scribble. That's a fucking fun name. They're dope. They support what we do. Support what we do. Help us get a new camera. Help us. Um, get on the spotify and stuff uh they're gonna help us with many more things over the course of this year because they're all wonderful people plus they tell us what albums they want to review i know dj black hurricane that you got a review coming real soon um and then if you want us to review a specific album uh this is a great way for it to happen so like your cousin's mixtape is totally something we'd review if you, you join us over there is all i'm trying to say um we also make music as in chris and myself you can catch that on the channel i got a new album i'm working on i released one in october let me know what you think and happy 2020 everybody and guess what i don't have 2020 vision so i'm forced to live long and prosper everyone